Welcome back to another episode of the AYA Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Jarrett. And a sidekick, Jack. Took him a minute to realize why I was just staring at him. Um, it's been a while. We haven't done one in a, a few weeks. Um, just both been kind of busy with work and personal stuff. Um, and just, just trying to get caught up in life and uh kind of had the podcast on the back burner but we're back tonight and we've got some really cool stuff to talk about tonight as well as some really cool stuff um in the next few weeks that we're going to be doing podcast on so um i think we're going to start off first with uh jack he just got him a new boat yeah. um and he said he wanted to talk about it because hopefully somebody out there will listen to him more than i will about it when got me a havoc against Jarrett's advice. I did heavily look at getting an edge. I even had a guy I was even filled out a build sheet from a, a dealer. I won't disclose the name because I'm not that kind of person. But uh had the build sheet, was waiting on the boat, texted a couple weeks later to the guy, no answer, called him, couldn't get him to Answer me back and don't really know what happened with that. So, uh, kind of went back to square one and found a boat I liked actually pretty close to the house. Didn't even have to go out of the state for it and got a, uh, 21, 17 foot Havoc with a 2023 Yamaha 70 on it. Yeah. I know there's some Yamaha boys and girls out there, but not me. Yeah, you like them Japanese motors. Well, Yamaha is a Japanese motor too, but it's more American. Idiot. It's more American than a Tahatsu. I don't know. <laughs> they don't look more American. Don't ask. But anyway. It's also slower than my 50 horse Tahatsu, just no, so it's everybody know. No, it's not. They weren't there. I was. I beat you. Out of the hole, at least. <laughs> I did do that. But, uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll have some good time. What uh, what model is it? It's a uh, DBS TC. Okay. Don't ask me what that means. Well, I know the first part. Is duck boat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the rest. The only one I know is a vintage, a VJ. Yeah. I don't know what the STC DBR stuff means. I think you just added some letters there. I did, but like you know, you know how havoc is. It's, yeah. They've got. There's just so many letters. To it's not a bad looking boat. It's bottomlands, like a gloss bottomlands, mm. which is different than mine. Mine is just a flat finish. It definitely sticks out. Yeah, it uh has sea decking in it. Uh, it's got a live well in it. Yeah, yeah. Yours is definitely more fishing oriented than mine is. You got a live well trolling motor. A little that, bit more storage. That iPilot trolling motor is nice for those of you yeah. who have them. You know what I'm talking about. But. For those of you that don't know what he's talking about, it's a trolling motor you can control with a remote. Yep, stand in the back of the boat and drive the boat. Yep. But uh, got a Bob's kicking jack on it. Um, biggest thing is it don't leak, so I don't got a leaky boat. That's all that matters. A leaky boat's a sinking boat. Um, 
Which, granted, most of the rivers around here, if you sink in, the boat will still be out of the water. Yeah. We're going this weekend. Going where? If we go camping. It's right. Dude, the river is right. On yellow? Yes. Where'd you go? I went over it, going to Blackman. Oh, yeah. It is right. Bet. We'll go. Maybe. It's, It's high enough that it's not dangerous. Dangerous. But but it's also not too see, high, so it's all the way across. Yeah, it's right. It's right where it needs to be. Cool. And it's going to be about seventy-six this weekend, with a low probably in the fifties, something like that. And I got a truck full of wood, and you've got a blackstone. I do have a blackstone. And I got a tent. You got a tent. I got a tent. You got a tent. And we probably got a bunch of people that want to go. We do. Cameron won't be able to go. Why? Because he, uh, Taylor's got to work, and he's got the babies. Bring the babies. That's what I told him, but he said he didn't want to bring Ch- Channing on the boat. Yeah, that's true. Because she's a little uncontrollable. Yeah. I know Grant said he was down because he goes on call next weekend. This coming weekend or the next? The next one. Mm. So, we might do that and uh, go from there. But oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I got going on. I don't think I got anything. I don't have anything going on. You never have anything going on. You I live a very exciting life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm. It's time to go camping. It'll be a perfect time, especially if it's high in the seventies, low in the fifties. You don't sweat your butt off all day, and you won't freeze at night. So, I oh, best believe I'm still bringing my heater, buddy. Though, I know. Cause I'm, I'm probably gonna shack up with you then. Hey yo. You got that big ass like tin man. You got the tin man. Mine's only a four person. Mine's and I count four. as like three. So my four person is about it's about it's four person. It's not very big though. Like realistically it's a four person, but that's shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. My sister and brother in law have a ten not twelve man. Like a their tent is huge. It's like a mini mansion. I think I wouldn't be against not necessarily going out somewhere else besides the bleachers, but camping at the bleachers this weekend, but finding somewhere else to go next time. Yeah. Like somewhere where it's big, like where we got. There's room. a nice spot on Choctahatchee that I saw. Oh, there's hundreds of spots on Choctahatchee to go. That's just a toad out there. Yeah. Like if if it, if it was vice versa and and Yellow River was in Holt and Choctahatchee or, uh, wow, if Choctahatchee was in Holt and Yellow River was out there, I would never go to Yellow River. Never catch me out there. Yeah. If the rivers were like it were the same. Yeah. Like if they were the same if if they stayed the same size but moved location. Yep. So Oh dude. The amount of duck hunting that would happen. Oh, hundred percent. Dude, there wouldn't be a bird in that river. Mm. None. Also I don't know. I don't have that much faith in our hunting. I went by a pond on the way to Monk Charlie's. Mm. Loaded. With ducks right by the road. Like, I turned off of Red Barrow on a Kennedy Bridge, mm. and there's a pond. Like, when you're turning left on a Kennedy Bridge, you look straight across the uh, four way, <clears throat> and there's this little pond. I didn't even know it was there, but they just clear cut all those, those woods. Mm-hmm. Bro, birds all over it. Dang. I was like, nice. 
Hmm. And then I almost hit like seven different deer on the way here from there. Golly. I almost hit like six on, I hit almost hit like two on Beaver Creek, turn on to Kennedy Bridge, almost hit like two more. And then I had uh, two Raddick Camerons, mm. almost a third one, but she stayed in the ditch. Smart girl. But her, her sister about got it. Her sister about got cooked. Because <laughs> my truck with the boat behind it, I ain't stopping. You wouldn't have been able to. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't stop anyway. I don't. Look, as bad as it sounds, I'm not swerving for an animal. Cow, horse, dirt, bird, dog, deer, raccoon. I'm not swerving and ending my life to save one animal. Not doing it. That is true. I know a lot of people that wreck because they try to swerve and they overcorrect. A guy, a guy I know named Brock rolled his Tahoe trying to swerve a deer, mm-hmm. and it messed him up bad. Yeah. Because he swerved, and when he swerved, the deer, like, you know, tried to go back where it came from, and that's where he swerved to, and he swerved again the other way mm-hmm. and flipped his truck, killed the deer anyway, and... Yeah, he when it when the truck flipped, it crushed the deer. Holy cow! <laughs> and uh, caved the roof in, like fractured his neck and broke a bunch of ribs and his arm and stuff. Jeez Louise! So, mm-mm-mm. I'm, I yeah, will. I don't really swerve. I'm a nice like, buck, then I'll swerve at it. But. Like, if I can, av- like if I can avoid it, like if it's staying on the side of the road, like on the white line and it's not moving, yeah, and I can I'll go, go around. Yeah, it. yeah. But if it's in the middle of the road or jumps out in front of me, I'm, I'm not no. slamming on brakes. Mm-mm. And because especially because like, yeah, you could still mess your vehicle up and you could still you know insurance. send airbags off or whatever. But in the state of Florida, if you, I think if you have any insurance coverage, full coverage. Uh, liability liability insurance anything state of florida pays 100 percent of damages due to a wildlife animal i don't i don't know the logistics on that side uh all i know is that i got gap insurance i got bumper to bumper no matter what will it probably raise my insurance up a little bit probably yeah but will i pay nine more dollars a month for me to still be alive yep you damn right yes i will um i had a buddy that went well, I don't, I wouldn't say we're buddies anymore, but I don't have I don't have any problem with them. We just don't talk anymore. Not ever. Not since I left Paxton. Um, he went and bought a truck. It was like a fourteen or a fifteen, fifteen hundred high country. Mm-hmm. Was driving it home from the place he got it from. I don't know if he bought it from someone or a dealership. Yeah. The night he got it, hit a fucking horse doing like seventy. God. Don't know how it didn't kill him. Jesus. But the thing is, is it was like someone's horse out in the road. Yeah. To me. That's their fault. They're liable. Well, okay. And that's a good point because we had some cows get out and they went over to Bill Lundy mm-hmm. and they were on the road and it was like the foggiest morning in I the rem- history I of mankind. I remember that day. And someone hit one of our cows, but it was like. I think they were able to swerve around them a little bit, and it just, like, broke their mirror and, like, dented the front quarter panel a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think, I want to say, Dad had to give them his insurance. So, his insurance paid for it. 
because it's our animal mm-hmm. and they got out like our fence wasn't good enough and they got out so i think you can get oh yeah, like, yeah. sued or yeah, something he, he got it. he got his truck fixed well i don't even think he got it fixed i think he had, uh, had to get a new one yeah well a horse is a big animal <laughs> but like i mean it dude it it was pretty instant on that horse instant yeah. on that horse like oh yeah and that's something too like like and that's what I would worry about too with swerving is like I would rather make sure if I'm gonna hit it I want to kill it. Yeah. I don't want it to suffer, you know. So like if you swerve and you just take the back legs out of a horse, well one I've like when horses break their legs they're pretty much done. Yeah. Like yeah you can get them fixed but they'll never be the same. So a lot of people just put their horse down. But it's like if you do that and you don't have a way to kill it because it's not gonna let you get close enough to it to try to like you know Rambo it. And if you ain't got a gun to end it, then you, you know, middle of the night, you're trying to find the owner. Well, if it wandered a long way, who's the owner, you know? No telling. Especially around here where it's just fields after fields. Yeah. So, like, I would I would rather just clean hit it and get it over with, you know? Yeah. But, like, uh, I have a pretty good track record of hitting animals. Like. You knew you just recently hit a deer. <laughs> like, up until this past hunting season, I don't I, think that deer wanted to live anymore, though. No, it kind of offed itself. Like, I've only hit like a few raccoons and a couple armadillos, maybe a possum every now and again. Yeah, I've never hit. I've never really hit deer, especially on purpose. Like, if you, I don't know, like we joke about, you know, oh, there's a giant buck in the ditch. I'm gonna, you know, wreck my truck trying to kill it. Don't do that. Like. You we know, we're, we're we have passed we have passed big bucks in the ditch and we don't swerve at them. No, I, I I won't. We have more common sense than that. But I'm not. If I if I hit a if I hit a giant buck and it's in the road and I hit it and don't mess the rack up, obviously I'm probably still going to keep it. If, even if I do mess the rack up a little bit, I try to keep all the deer I hit unless I like absolutely mutilate it. Yeah, yeah. Because I hit one right at the end of bow season and it was like a 35 pound yearling yeah and i hit it like mid body with my tire like it was all tire yeah and it blew it apart like i i stopped and went back to go get it because i wanted to keep it yeah even though it was tiny you know got in touch with the game warden got cleared to take it and everything went back to go get it and it was just all over the road like yeah. I text him. I was like, "Look, I don't know if it like matters, but I'm not taking the deer because there's nothing worth taking. Because yeah, yeah. all it is is nothing. jello and neck and head. Yeah, like I'm, you know, there's no point. Yeah. And then, uh, a few weeks ago, I was coming home. I don't know what I was doing. And what was I doing? Oh, I was at a gun show. It was the day I took yeah, Caroline yeah. home. Um. For clearance, Caroline is our boss, Hunter's dog. Just so y'all know. Um, uh, and I was coming back home, and I was like five minutes from the house. Not even that. Like, I was right up, the, right up at the curve before it used to yep. hit dirt. And this, like, 40, 50-pound Bjorlin just jumped right out in front of me. And boom! Like... It like what Jared said. It it didn't want to live anymore because I saw it out of the very corner of my light, 
just sprint and just right over the ditch, right into the road, right in front of me. And there was nothing I could do. Yeah. Funny about part about that is me and a buddy of our, well, his cousin and my buddy, we were coming down the road and I saw his headlights and I was like, who is that stopped on the side of the road? I was like, what are they doing? And I just peeboed all by them. And I was like, oh, there's a deer in the side of the road. I was like, I bet they just hit that deer. And uh, I get down the road about a quarter of a mile and he calls me. He's like, you're not going to stop and check on me or nothing? I was like, my bad. I didn't know that was you. But uh, luckily we ended up going to the same place anyway. So Yeah. But regardless, you know, uh, don't try and hit deer. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Cause no buck is worth totaling a vehicle or putting yourself in harm's way or something. Especially if you else. got a buddy in the truck, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't want to put someone else's life in danger just because there's a deer in the ditch. Yeah. To all you night hunters, you know. Don't do that either. Don't do it. And I say that because, you know, you're shooting a If you see a deer, if you're out like way out in the woods on some national forest somewhere and you know that there is just nothing around whatever but when you're shooting deer like in out in some rural area where there are houses around don't do it yeah it don't matter how big that buck is all it takes is like one stray bullet to fly through the trees just right go through someone's window and kill a little girl or something like you just don't want that yeah that you don't want yeah, that on your hands. Farm animal, like if someone stopped out by our house, you're like, we'll shoot a goat or something. Yeah. You know, so. And heck, some of these dummies around here might see the goat and think it's a deer. So. Dude, some of the stories I hear about, like, hunting accidents, you know, like, uh, like a few years ago, someone mom knew. Some, someone mom knew got shot from across the field. Walking across the field, and the guy said he looked like a deer. Like, where are you hunting deer that walk on their hind legs? That, and how can you look through a scope and still say, oh, that looks like a deer? Yeah. That was either intentional or you don't need to be hunting. Yeah. Uh, it's just. Did it kill him? Mm. Oh. I don't think Dang, so. Dang, Annie's a bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless. Yeah. Safety is number one, regardless. On yep. a boat, uh, hunting when you're in a when you're in a lock on or a saddle, wear your harness. Yeah, yeah. When you're in a boat, wear your kill switch. Don't let anybody wear lay down on jacket. the front deck. Look, I haven't been doing good. I haven't been wearing my life jacket like I'm supposed to. I need to. You know, I don't because it's uncomfortable. Because I am a large individual, and they have yet to make a life jacket for me. Yeah. Just you need to get one of the shoulder strap ones. They fit a lot yeah. better. One of the um, ones that like self inflator, you can like mm-hmm. pull them. They are really, really expensive. But they are one hundred percent worth it though. Yeah. Because I say this we're talking about a lot of death in this podcast. And I'm not gonna lie, that's been the subject of both of our lives for the past few weeks. Yes. Um kinda while we took a break from doing podcasts and stuff. But when you go out on the river and you're by yourself, and you hit a log, flip the boat, you know, and you drown, or you go off in the trees, or you break your neck when you hit the water on impact or something, if you've got your life jacket on, your family will find you. Yep. 
you know, even if you floated down river 50 miles by the time they find you, someone will find you. And I mean, even if like somebody comes around the bend of the river on their boat, they're going to see your life vest inflated, you know, because a lot of people push to wear like bright color life jackets, which is good. You know, I think having that reflective, like what's on like, you know, like extra tufts. Yeah. That reflective band. Yeah. I think having that when you're, when someone comes by a spotlight at night, especially if like, you know, you wreck your boat and you've got like a broke back or something, can't swim. Yeah. And you're just stuck on the side of the bank or, you know, hung up on a tree or something. You just can't swim. You're just floating there and you're still alive. Someone comes by with a spotlight or a a light bar or something. It's going to come across that reflective band and they're not going to miss it. If they miss it, they're on purpose, like going around it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh, there was something. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But like, wear your life jacket yep because nobody wants to go to a funeral it don't matter who it is yep but uh like i always say it's all shits and giggles till somebody giggles and shits yep yep don't think about that one too hard and then the shit hits the fan yep well enough of this depressing talk jerry has some stuff he likes to talk about yes i do i always have stuff i like to talk about in fishing season, but you don't like to fish. I don't. I do, but I don't. Um, I'm already I getting think, started. I think I'm going to more this year now that Jack does have his boat. And uh, uh, now that he has his boat and it's set up for fishing and we can take it places. Um, because I've always just fished our like ponds around the house and um, stuff like that. And so I'm burned out on them. I've done it for... 24 years so it's kind of old to fish the same thing every single time um but uh i think i want to go more now that jack's got his boat and uh we can go a little bit more and try to get some content for youtube and whatever else um but the big thing i'm excited for is turkey season um turkeys get me more fired up than spawning bass even though i do like some big bass it's hard to beat a gobbler it is. Especially one that is hot. It is hard to beat. One that's just pissed at the world. Yeah. Just wants everybody to know where he's at. Um, but big news. Um, I'm happy to announce that we are holding our first ever, and it will be an annual thing, our first ever AYA Outdoors Long Beard Showdown. What it's going to be is a um, basically just turkey competition. We're going to um, – basically how it's going to work is you're going to register. So it's $50 for to register. Um, half of that goes into the pot, um, the money pot, to win. The other half covers you a plate of food. A t-shirt for the event and a koozie for the event. The shirt and koozie will play a big role in it. The koozie more so than the shirt. What you'll do is, like, uh, let's say me and Jack, um, we join the competition. Obviously, we will not be. Um, Well, Jack can. Jack can. Um, He is an AYA pro staff member, but he will not necessarily be, like, tied in with the event um, as much as I will be. 
he will be there and he will be helping me, but he will not be running it like I am. Um, so I will not be partaking. But to explain the competition, I'm going to say if me and Jack are in the competition and we both kill birds, we will measure the beard, the left spur, and the right spur. Um, I will provide everyone that registers with a ruler. Um, that way we all use the same instrument. Um, and it'll just be a little cheap plastic ruler, but what we're going to do is in your picture, you'll take a picture of you measuring it in that picture. You have to have the event koozie that I give you in the photo. That way I know it is recent and not like a old competition you were in or just an old picture you took measuring the beard or the spurs. Then you will take a photo of you holding the bird, like a typical turkey photo of you holding the fan, you know, spread out. Um, You'll have the koozie in that picture as well. Then we're going to have a, uh, we're going to have a hunter's meeting. So on Friday, the, let me get the date. On Friday, the... 22nd we will have a hunters meeting at yellow river outfitters in lower hill florida um from 5 30 to 6 30 and that's pretty much going to be us just saying hey these are the rules here's your t-shirt here's your koozie this is how everything's going to work this is when you need to be here on the 30th and on the 30th you're going to bring us your spur spurs and beard so we can re-measure them to make sure they were measured correctly um that's just going to keep everybody honest unless you plan on getting the bird mounted then probably bring the whole bird yeah 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 if you plan on getting the bird mounted and you leave everything on it just bring us the whole bird but i understand if you kill one on like monday before um that's a long time to keep a bird you know so um you will hunt the 23rd to the 30th, so for a full week um, will will be the week that you hunt, and that's when you can kill your bird to be in the competition. Um, basically, what we're going to do is um, on that 30th on the Saturday from 11 to 2, we'll be set up at Yellow River Outfitters. We'll have an AYA booth set up. Um, as well as some other small businesses or local businesses that want to set up a booth. Um, they're more than welcome to come set up and sell some of their products. We're going to have door prizes. So anybody that registers will get a raffle ticket and we will raffle off door prizes. Um, and then obviously the uh, winner will take the full money pot. Um, not going to go in much detail about this part, but we will be doing a side pot as well. Um, but we'll talk about that on the at the hunters meeting. Um, pretty much, it's going to be any turkeys, any ages. The only thing is if you kill a double beard or like a double spur or anything like that, we're not going to measure both beards or both spurs on one leg. It will be the longest beard or the longest spur. Um, you're going to basically take um, and do... Uh, beard length times two, spur length times two, and spur length times two, and add that up for a total point score. 
So if you kill a 10-inch bearded bird with two-inch spurs on each side, that's 10 times 2, 2 times 2, and 2 times 2. So you would have a score of 28 points. Um, and then we, if we have a tiebreaker, we haven't completely decided how we want to break that. Um, but we're working on that. Um, so yeah, uh, if anybody is interested in registering, I will have more information up on the AYA Outdoors Facebook page this week with a registration form. And I will also have registration forms up at Yellow River Outfitters. So you can sign up there. Registration is from March 1st until March 15th. Um, that is two weeks to register, and then that gives me a week to get everybody's shirts and koozies done. Um, and then uh, after that, if you'd still want to register like at the show, um, we may do that. We're not, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'll let late registrations happen. Um, but I don't see why anybody would be opposed to it. Cause that just means more money going into the pot. So, but if you register late, like you kill a turkey on the 30th and you want to bring it to get scored and put in the pot, um, you'll just pay $50 and that'll, the entire 50 will go into the pot. Um, and you won't get an event t-shirt or koozie. Um, because I'm only going to make event t-shirts for those that register between 1st and the 15th. Um, I will post all the details on the Facebook page as well as that registration form um, and forms of payment that you can do. Um, we hope it turns out good. I think it's going to be a good thing. Um, I think it's going to turn into a yearly thing. As long as all goes well and it seems like it'll do good, we will continue to do it. We might even add and start doing... Um, like big buck competitions or even find a river or a lake that we can do fishing competitions on um, and go from there. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody will come out and do it, and uh, I hope people want to win some money. I'm also going to ask um, some businesses if they would like to donate or sponsor the event. Um, if they do with money, um, what the money is going to go towards is half will go to the National Wild Turkey Federation um, I will donate that to them. The other half will go into the pot as well for the winner of the competition. Um, I'm hoping to get a payout of about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. Um, and if I can do that, I think it'll keep people coming back. You know, if they have if they have a chance to win some serious cheddar, you know, I think it'll be be good and and keep people coming. Some serious cheddar, some serious cheese. But um, being the first year, I don't really know what to expect, but I think it's going to be good um, and something good for the community. There's not really much of that going on around here um, as far as, like, turkey competitions. I know there's plenty of fishing tournaments, and there's a couple big buck tournaments that are, are all season long in, you know, like Dothan and Bruton. I think both of them have one. Um but yeah, I'm uh I'm excited for it and I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna um, you know, bring some some people into Yellow River Outfitters and help them out some and you know, help spread AYA and and just, you know, let everybody have some competition and help out the you know, be a great great thing for the National Wild Turkey Federation as well. Um you know, help donate to them and help them keep doing the work that they do to to to, you know, conserve and, and help 
with the turkey population and turkey conservation and you know i want to keep hunting these birds till i'm six foot in the ground so i'm uh i'm all for um donating to them and uh also something really cool with them that we're going to try to do me and my good buddy reese edge we are going to try to open a national wild turkey federation chapter in Oakloose county because the closest one is in pensacola i believe or andalusia or i think there's one in walton county somewhere um so they're all about an hour away give or take um so we're uh dang so we're going to uh you know hopefully get that going and get more involved with nwtf and um you know just see where it takes us and and how far we can go with it um what you think about it i'm excited for all of it um I'm not going to participate because he can't kill turkey. I just don't have the birds. Plain and simple. Like my property has just never had turkeys. I mean, like we have our hens, you know, that hang around. Uh, We have normally about five to 10 to sometimes 12 or 15 hens that hang around throughout summer and the fall and we'll see them through deer season sometimes too, but I mean we'll we'll catch a Jake come through every now and again. But I think they all just go back there to Edwin. They do. They stay in that river swamp because no one ever goes back there. Yeah, they can. They have plenty of acorn trees. They've got. They've got the river. They've got cover. They got perfect roost trees. They can jump the river easy. It's just too easy for them. Yeah. And they have they have no reason to be up on my property. No, yeah, that that is true. There's um, people pressure. You know, there's coyotes. There's all that fun stuff. There's dogs. But all that fun stuff. But uh, I'm excited about it. I think it'll do good. Uh, I hope someone shows up with like a pieball turkey or something. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I'm hoping it'll like. Like something, either like something crazy like that, like a crazy color, like a smoke or something like crazy, or like a just monster, like two quad, two quad, and a half inch spurs, quadruple beard, quadruple beard with like the biggest one, like fourteen inches or something, just something like ridiculous, just some old, just a swamp monster, like bird is like eight years old. Just big. He's got a big scar on his eye. Blind in one eye. Yeah. Can't yeah. see out the other. <laughs> Blind in one eye. Can't see out the other. <laughs> That's a good one. But. Whoops. We're going to call that an audible. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'll do good. I really do. I, I, think hope, it, I hope it does good. I hope it will too. I got to make some flyers and get the uh, get the word out. Yeah, get the word out. Get the uh, registration forms done, and I'll get a bunch up to Yellow River. And I don't. I wasn't really paying attention. I was looking at my phone. But for those of you who listen to this that will register, a valid hunting license will be required. Yes. If you don't have a hunting license and you're out here hunting illegally, you will not be participating. Because once this word gets out, 
game board is going to be everywhere. Yeah, they're going to be yeah, coming, not- and checking. They're going to be, they're going to be hanging around. I wouldn't be surprised if one was there the entire time. Yeah, yeah. So that that is something, and all the all of the rules, the event details, everything will be posted on Facebook. But just a quick rundown. Like Jack said, I will need proof of a valid hunting license and or proof that you are of the age that you don't need one. So under 16 or over 65, um, and you'll get the pass. Um, if you are under the age of 16, by all means, you are still welcome to hunt in this tournament and register. Um, or parents, parents, if you want to get your kid to do it, I would absolutely love to see a huge youth turnout. I would love nothing more than like a ten year old to win it. Oh, hundred percent. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um. But uh, because that's a lot. You, going on you right yeah. there, like, yeah, made that quick. Yeah, you will. Uh, be in the main tournament with older people. We will not have a youth class at least now. Yeah, it's um, gonna have to get way bigger to have a youth class. Yeah, so you will be running with the big dogs, um, but valid hunting license first and foremost—that is the biggest thing. Second, if I have valid information that you illegally killed a bird, whether that's over bait or trespassing, trespassing or something like killing it where you're not supposed to, like shooting it out of the roost, yeah, closed area on Eglin or a spot you're not supposed to go to. Um, and I can, you know, prove it, you will be disqualified and you will not get a refund. Um, also, we ain't going to tell the game warden. That's between you and God. Yeah, but, but you will be disqualified and and you will be. And if a game warden catches you before I do, AYA Outdoors is not liable for anything that happens to you, any tickets you get, anything like that. You will not pawn it off on, well, it was for the AYA tournament. Nope. That's not happening. I am not responsible for your idiocity. Yeah, I think that's a word. I don't know. We'll go with it. Sounded good. <coughs> but, uh, yeah. So the, the other thing, like he was saying, game wardens get word of this because we are very tight with a game warden, our local game warden. Um, I'm pretty sure he has listened to the podcast or listens. Yes. Um, we've actually been trying to get him on. So if he gets word of it, do not be surprised if he is sitting up there the whole time at Yellow River Outfitters. Checking license. Checking and making sure that everything is good. Um, so damn sure don't come up there with a loaded gun. Yeah. I mean, if you got your concealed and you got a handgun, whatever, but probably not a good idea to come up there with a loaded shotgun. Yeah. Um, that's really the biggest rules. Um, just do it legally, do it the right way. We all just want to have fun and, and, and hang out and have a good time. So don't ruin it by being dumb. Um, the only other rules are have a good time, be friendly. Um, we're not going to put up with anybody being a, a hole or now the same rules apply. If you know, John shop, you know, he, you know, he's pretty easy going, but you know, he's not going to take any shit. So, yeah. Um, so don't do anything stupid. Don't come up there acting a fool. Um, I promise you we'll have plenty of big people that can get you off the property, and we'll make it happen. Um, we even have friends that are deputies with the sheriff's department. We can have sheriffs up there if we need to. Um, so don't be dumb. 
Um, we're just trying to have a good time and start something awesome, um, and and you know, build build something here. You know, um, the other thing is we want to make sure that we give um, a lot of thank you <coughs> to John and um, Covan for letting us use their shop. Um, John especially because Covan's normally traveling so he may not be there so you may not be able to get to tell him thank you in person but John will be so make sure that you tell John thank you um, and make sure you shop there um, he'll beat anybody's price um, he'll take care of you he'll get your stuff going um, and and just you know help you out um, if you need it so uh, definitely um, even if you don't participate in the uh, registration and, and you don't participate in the hunt um come up there and hang out with us um there'll be food we music. may not we huh there'll be food food and a little music have some speakers up there yeah yeah we'll have speakers playing music um the food situation there may not be much of what we cook but there will be a food truck that has some dang good burgers in it set up as well that you can get a burger from um so come up hang out with us um, it's going to be family friendly. Um, so come hang out, check out some of the booths, um, come shop with local businesses, Yellow River Outfitters, whoever else is set up up there. Come get you some AYA merch, come meet the AYA team. Um, all the guys that are behind the scenes that you never see come meet myself. If we don't know each other or we've never met, um, I promise I will talk to everybody and shake hands and be as polite as i can be and uh not saying i'm a mean guy but after a week of turkey hunting with people or you know just dealing with turkey hunting and oh what am i talking about turkey hunts fun i won't get i won't get irritated um but after a full day of running around and um talking and everything i may get a little bit tired so if i seem restless don't hold it against me but yeah we're gonna have a good time man i think it's gonna be awesome i'm really looking forward to it um yeah, I mean, that's about all I got to say about it is just come have fun, enjoy yourselves. Make some um, new friends. Yeah, make some good friends. Meet people you've never met. Meet people that have the same passion as you. Whatever the case may be, and come win some cool prizes. Even if you don't win the pot. I mean, I know that's what everybody's going to be in it for is the money. Yeah. But even if you don't win that, we're still going to raffle off hopefully some really cool stuff. Gift cards, gift certificates to places. You know, I'm, cool. someone brought the new state record up there. That's going to be hard to beat. I think the state record's like a 19-inch beard or something. It would be cool if someone beat it, though. It might not be that big, but I think it's pretty large. Look it up. Look it up. We need some facts. But, yeah, we're looking forward to it, man. We're we're super excited, and um, we're hoping it turns into something really cool. So, what you got? His name was Etchel. Etchel. I don't really know how to say his name. Used his Stoger M2000 shotgun to take Stoger, a 20-pound, six-bearded gobbler with inch-plus spurs overall. Eschel's record bird has a total NWTF score of 152.375. Not only did this turkey take the top spot in the state, but it's scored as the number 61 overall atypical eastern turkey nationwide. Holy cow. They counted that as a typical? Atypical. What does atypical mean? Non-typical. Oh. What's 
Just regular typical. Just typical. Oh. Six. Six, six beards. Bearded. That's a lot. So they counted all the beards. Yes. So so if you don't know how NWTF scoring works, it is the exact same way I'm going to be scoring mine, except add the weight in. The shortest beard was 8.5 inches. Holy cow. So, basically, the way NWTF scores is your bird's weight times two, beard length times two, left spur times two, right spur times two. He killed that bird at 61 yards. Holy cow. Man was shooting a six-inch choke with a Okay, okay. four-inch. I got all the beard sizes right here. So, it was 20 pounds, six ounces. One spear or one spur was one inch, and the other spur was one point two five inches. I don't know which leg was which, so don't ask. I don't know. First beard ten point eight seven five. Second beard eight point five. Third beard nine. Fourth beard eight point five. Fifth beard nine point one two five zero. Sixth beard was eight point seven five. Holy cow! Not a beard on that bird under eight inches. Not a beard under eight and a half inches. That's crazy. That is a giant. Yeah, that's a big bird. On top it's, of that, but it's what's 20 crazy, pounds. What's crazy is his spurs weren't that big. I mean, I'm not – hang on. So that's that's like what Reese was saying. Rewind. Hang on. Rewind. Not saying an inch and a quarter and an inch spur is not big. They are. Those are limb-hanging spurs. You can hang that on a limb. Biggest spurs I've ever killed on bird was seven-eighths, and that was on an 11-inch bearded turkey. Good bird. But I've always heard, and I don't know how much truth is this, but it's like a quarter in, quarter inch to a half inch is a, a year on a bird. Right. So he was like a two. Per se, that He was anywhere from like a two and a half three. to a three and a half year old bird, roughly. So. I mean, just like. Maybe four. But. Yes, so so that is kind of similar to what Reese was talking about. Our buddy Reese was in a holy cow, that's a pretty bird. That's ridiculous. It's kind of um, weird too, because like they're all see, stacked I, right up on top of each other. Well, that's how they are. You won't know it's a multi-bearded bird until you get in its feathers, because you'll see each individual cartilage piece that's holding the beard in. I've never killed a gobbler, so yeah, Jackie boy's a gobbler virgin. I hope I can break that this year. Oh, we going to. I got a couple, y'all, I got to take this year. I got to get you one. I'm going first. Don't care. I got to get you one. I got to get I you take one. priority over everybody. Don't care if it's your nephews. I'm priority. <laughs> I got to take you. I got to take Jacob. I feel like there's somebody else that wanted me to take them to get their first one. Hunter. I do if Hunter doesn't get one on his own because he's being stubborn and wants to kill an Eglin bird for his first one. Uh-oh. Oh, he can, he can ride that struggle bus. Yeah. But, um, I, uh, I gotta get y'all some birds. Cause I did put, I put my boy Justin on one last year, killed him a nice bird. I think it had right at inch spurs and had like a nine and a quarter inch beard. And that was a nice hunt. Um, really, really fun hunt. That was a good video. I saw that video. Yeah. Yeah. That was a forever will be one of my favorite hunts and I didn't even kill a bird. So, but yeah, yeah I, I hope I kill one. Um, do I want to kill a big bird for my first one? Yes, but 
I think I would rather kill one with like a seven inch beard. Like just barely a tom. Yeah. And Heck, you can kill a Tom with a three inch beard if he's got beard rot. What's what I'm saying? But like so only I know I, I know what you mean though. Only thing I can compare this to is like my first ever smallmouth was almost six pounds. Which is a massive giant smallmouth. Small yeah. I'll n- probably never break that. Yeah. So well, I don't, I, wanna, and I see what you're saying, and that's like that's like if my nephew would have killed that big eight point I had, yeah, a few years ago. He that probably he probably, probably would have ruined him. He probably would have never broke that deer. No, unless he traveled out of state, yeah. and even out of state, that's a big buck. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know what you mean because my first turkey had an 11 inch beard. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's just like that's not impossible to beat, but that's a big bird. Like, yeah. It's going to be tough to kill another bird with an 11-inch beard or bigger. Like, I mean, Reese has done it a couple times. You know, he said he killed a 12. It was like last year or the year before. Um, and, and, and Reese kills all – Reese is the man when it comes to turkey hunting. Yeah. Like, if if I could say Reese was a professional in anything hunting or fishing, it's hunting turkeys. Now, he kills his deer and he catches his fish just as easy, but, like, turkeys is, like, Dude, he is in out- his he- blood. He's just an outdoors. Reese Edge was born with outdoors in his veins. Like yes. it just that's yeah, like that's part of him. Like if if I love to do all aspects of hunting and fishing, fly fishing, saltwater, freshwater, creek, river, brent, like whatever. It don't matter. Hunting, love to do it all. Bow hunt. I'd hunt with a spear if I could. Yeah. Um YouTube video. <laughs> but you can do it and love it and not be good at it, and you can do it and love it and be good at it. I do it and love it and not good at it. Reese can do it and loves it, and Just he's kidding. good at it. He's very good at it. Reese is cracked at Fortnite. Like, <laughs> that's the only way I can put it for y'all yeah. young kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I always joke, like, he could catch, there, a, he could it, catch a 10 pound bass out of a puddle. Yeah. If there's a bird in Okaloosa County, Reese knows where it's at. Like, yeah. Like, Reese knows what tree it lives in. Mm-hmm. He don't even have to step foot on the property. He just knows. So, shout out, Reese. Um, but yeah, he yeah. just hyped you up a little bit. So, if you yeah. go this season and don't kill a bird, that's on you, big fella. <laughs> yeah. We might have jinxed you. <laughs> but, like, like, I have all confidence that Reese could easily win this competition. Oh, he knows where John's at. Yeah. But... Old Hunter sent us a picture of a Magnum. Mm-hmm. My God, at the beard on that bird. Yeah. Yeah, that bird was nice. You think it was over 10? Probably pushing. Because I've seen some birds that I'm like, holy cow, that's a big bird. And then you kill it, it's got like a nine-inch beard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's so hard to gauge. On a picture. On a, on a trail cam picture. Yeah. Because yeah. a buddy of mine sent me some pictures. Of I'm talking about a straight up like, like it might not be the longest beard that I'll ever kill, but it'll damn sure be the thickest. It literally looks, oh, I don't know even what to compare it to. Like it literally looks like homeboy's got a goatee. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, like I've never seen one that's this like, has so much like just full. Just thick. Yeah, just full. Like normally they're like real tight, long, and skinny. But, like, this one is, like, got some girth. Oh, yeah. Pause. You know? <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm looking forward to it. This will be the first ever official AYA event, so I'm excited. I'm just like I said earlier. I'm just ready to see all the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, people double spurs, triple quadruple beards, whatever. Yep. You know, regular bird with white wings or something like that. Yeah, just something. I'm hoping there'll be some cool stuff, and I'm hoping a lot of people kill birds on the 30th, and will just bring us the bird. Yeah, I hope we see a lot of birds and yeah. not a lot of just bur- beards, beards and, and spurs. Yeah, because I would love to just like see like oh, could you ten trucks pull up and they've got just fans hanging out the back. Could you imagine, bro? Someone comes in, got a bird with like six inch beard, and then he shows us the feet and it's got like three inch spurs. Yeah, like you're in the running <laughs> just off the spurs. <laughs> yeah, and we just both look at it and we're like, oh, I know my a God. guy that killed a bird. Oh, God, it's probably been six or seven years ago up in uh, Union Springs, Alabama. And he shot three-inch nitro turkeys. This is when nitro turkeys were like the turkey shell. Mm. Three-and-a-half-inch, and it's been shot. It was a shot shell, so it adds another, what do you think when it opens up, another quarter-inch or half-inch? Yeah. Put this shell next to its spur, and there was maybe a half-inch to an inch. Of shell past the spur. I'm talking about a sure enough old smart bird. Yeah, I'm talking about just some cutters on it. Like massive. Like stuff you would see on a farm rooster that's mean. Like big. If that bird's not on his wall, I'd be very surprised. That's my It was actually, it was uh, Coach Gohagen. Oh, was it? Yeah. So this guy had a... Uh, Matt, big turkey hunter himself too. He had a in his his a te- he used to be a history teacher at the school that we went to. He had a bird mounted, strutting on a branch, and he had this branch in his classroom next to his desk. Like you, like he literally had like a foot gap to walk around it to get back behind his desk. It was if a I huge killed, mount. If I killed something like that, I'd have it right. Like if I had an office at work, like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's standing in the corner. Loud and proud, baby. Yep. I uh I want to do, and I think I told you and Hunter, but I want to do a tree, like for Full like a corner piece. Four birds on it. That's it. Four, maybe five, if I go down to Mexico and kill a Gould. Four birds. I want an Osceola strutting on the bottom. A, no, no, no. I want an Osceola and an Eastern on the top gobbling. So stretched out, they look like they're gobbling. Osceola and an Eastern on the top, and then I want a Rio and a Merriam on the bottom strutting on a branch, and that just in the corner of my house. My slam, just over there in the corner. And then if I kill a Gould, I'll probably put him in the middle somewhere. Doubt I'll ever go down to Mexico and kill one, unless it's just like AYA's doing good, I'm doing it full-time, and I'm hunting full-time, and can just get away with going down there, but... Yeah, uh, I need to take you to the camp one day and show you Edwin's turkey mount because he's got that going on. He's got four birds. You took me down there. Not since that mount's been in there. Oh, oh. He's got four birds just on one wall, mm. and it's half of an oak, like a, a real oak tree. This is not a fake tree. Yeah. And it's like, um, so it's like depicted as like a spring oak tr- uh, tree. So, like, there's no leaves on it, but there's buds that are, like, starting to turn green. Yeah. 
and they're starting to sprout little leaves on them. Yeah, yeah. And they might be fake leaves, but the tree's real. Yeah. Uh. So it kind of makes me think, like, I don't know how long that mount's going to last. Yeah. Until it rots away. Probably uh, a good little while, though. But, I mean, it's not like whole branches. Like, they're standing pretty close to the trunk. Yeah, like yeah. Like they would, you know what I mean? And they're on branches that are about five or six in, six inches in diameter. Yeah. So they're not, like, standing on a twig. or yeah, like, yeah. standing on a huge trunk. Um, But he's got two up top. I think they're, they may be staggered. It's been a minute since I've seen it. And one is full strut up top, like yep. blown up. Yeah. And then the next one down, I want to say, is just like sitting there, mm. like not not gobbling or nothing, just kind of sitting on a limb. And the one under it is gobbling. And then the one below it is like looking up at it. Yeah. Like, like hey, what are you doing? What the freak is this guy doing? Yeah. And uh, it's it's a really cool mount, and they are gorgeous birds. Yeah, like perfect fan, mm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. I will also say that Mr. Edwin has the biggest Canadian mount I have ever seen, dude. That goose is a monster. Holy shnikey! Forty pound goose. Oh, dude. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Um, but it's like so you walk in the door into the living room. And when you look at the roof or the ceiling to the right, it's hanging from the ceiling. Okay. And it is massive. Was it in there when I went in there? Yeah. It's been there as long as I think I remember. I think I remember. I think he killed it before the building was built. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know how long that building's been there. Yeah. But I love that building. That is a, like, if I ever bought a bunch of land and had somewhere where I, like, started doing If I had enough money to build my dream house. Something like that, yeah. I'd probably have a bigger living room. Yeah. But, like, living room to kitchen? But, but that's also not really a house. It's a lodge. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a camp house or a lodge or however yeah. you want to say it. Like, it's it's got basically, like, lockers it's got, for it's all It's got the guys. 38 bunk beds in it. 38 bunk beds. It's got lockers for the guys. Not lockers, but, like, spots. A like, big, slots. Big mud room. Yeah. Dressing room. It's got, like, five or six bathrooms in it. Um, Giant open floor concept on the living room and kitchen. Oh, yeah. Dude, the living room slash kitchen is, I want to say, almost 2,000 square feet. Yeah, it's huge. It's a it's a. It's big. like a, it's probably a 40 by 40 section. Yeah. It's you a, ever take. It's a big, yeah, it's, it's a, big it's a large room. And then a big dining room off to the side. And they've got, they've got some cool mounts in there. They've yeah, got a black coyote. Yeah, that uh, was pretty cool. Some yeah. nice bucks. They grow some big bucks. They've got some of the biggest Florida bucks I've ever seen. Granted. To just to give concept, Edwin, um, he's on eleven thousand acres of yeah. logging property. Yeah, and he he owns a logging company and um, and a uh, what is it called? Uh, developer. Yeah, he's a yeah, developer. he's a developer. He, he develops houses. Um, awesome guy though, but uh, he uh, uh, yeah, he's on a lot of property, so he can do a lot of management. And let me tell you, whenever he's got a big buck. He's after it himself, because he had what do you have? What do you have? Like the whole back section of the property closed off just for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. he will not let you duck hunt. No, that's his. And turkeys, that's his. Oh, dude. When, like the, 
the week before turkey season, it all gets shut down. Yeah. All of it. Yep. Like, every gate is closed, locked. Every... And Edwin's the only one with a key. <laughs> yeah. Like, he will only let the people who work there on. Yeah. And that is for work. Going in there, do what you got to do, and get out. Yeah. Yep. I would be like that, too, if I had a damn honey hole. Dude, he's got birds there. Well, I can't say honey hole. That's like the a, people that know, a county. <laughs> the people that know, they know. Yeah. Bro, he's got birds. Well, I mean, like when me and Cameron went turkey hunting in the back of Pawpaw's field, mm-hmm. just sitting there hoping we could get one to come to us, I probably heard four or five different birds gobble, and that's in a, I don't know, 500-yard radius, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, obviously – I probably wouldn't be able to hear one that far, but that's just me giving them the benefit of the doubt on on distance. But, yeah, that's a lot. But, yeah, I'm excited for turkey season. Me and my buddy got some – he's got some nice birds on his property, that I and I go with him a lot. I've I think a, we're going to kill some sure enough studs up there. That's where I'm going to try to take Jack and Hunter. I've got maybe a nice. On a lease, and this guy's not on the lease. He owns the lease. Or his grandpa owns the lease, and we've got permission because the people that lease it out from them only deer hunt, and they're not these people aren't even interested in turkey hunting. So yeah, we've got full reign on turkeys. Yeah, and from what he I, this guy's saying, they got birds. I hate that you can only kill two in Florida. Yep, because I know there's a lot of birds that can get killed this year. Like I'm not even sure that there'll be any at my house, but I'm hoping there will be. I, they normally don't know, show up until like now. As far as I know, well, you did get a picture of a couple of hens the other day. Yeah, and normally when the hens start showing up, gobblers aren't far behind them. I've still been seeing my few hens that hang out, so I'm hoping they hang around. Um, I haven't been baiting them because I'm all about. I mean, you know, we can bait in Florida for deer. You can nope. You can bait turkeys in Florida. You just cannot hunt them. Is it the same situation as ducks. Like it's got to be like ten days or something. Mm. Nope. You just can't hunt within a hundred yards of it uh-huh. unless the rules have changed. But please don't come after me and arrest me or harp on me for saying something wrong. But the last time I checked, because I don't do it. Once deer season's over, which was today, I mean, I think you can bow hunt next week and maybe muzzleloader hunt or something. I don't know. But I'm not. I'm going fishing. Yeah, I won't be. But um, as far as I know, you could bait as long as you wanted to and as much as you wanted to as long as you don't hunt within 100 yards of it. But, uh, like, I don't bait turkeys. Like what, what Jarrett was saying, once deer season's over, I, I don't put corn out. So um, I kind of let them come as free will, like some yard chickens. Pretty much. And just hope my calling's good enough to get them to come to me. And they better hope and pray that they don't come into range because I'm about to turn that head into some jelly. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, you good? You got anything else? No, I I think that's about it. All right. Well, I think we're going to end it on that. Um, We kind of got all the important stuff out of the way. Um, So, yeah, AYA Outdoors, Longbeard Showdown. 2024 march 1st to march 15th is registration march 22nd is our hunters meeting at yellow river outfitters in laurel hill florida from 5 30 to 6 30 possibly 6 to 6 30 depending on how my work schedule goes 
Um, but nonetheless, Hunter's meeting on the 22nd at Yellow River Outfitters. The main event will be on the 30th at Yellow River Outfitters. You can hunt from the 23rd, which is a Saturday, to the 30th, which is a Saturday. Hunting must be done and birds must be ready to get judged if they haven't already by 10 o'clock on the 30th. And then the main event will start 11 to, to 2. Um, 11 to 2 is pretty much just eating and the door prizes and stuff. But I would like all birds to be officially and done scoring by 10 o'clock. That way we don't have to worry about that. We can just hang out from 11 to 2. Um, now, if you have to bring a bird and you're doing a last-minute registration um, and you bring a bird up at 11 and we haven't announced the winner, by all means, we'll probably let you in again. The hunters probably won't argue it much just because – that's $50 or more going into the pot. Um, so for sure, um, if you think you have a winning bird, bring it up there. Um, if you think you have a good chance at winning this, enter it and let's let's do it, you know. Um, we just want to have a good time. So um, I think that's it. I think that's going to wrap up this podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it, and thanks for listening. Um, and as always, God bless and enjoy the hunt.